media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Vincent uh, McGuinea is on the ball because he's coming, said, I want my picture, I want my picture with, uh, with, with Ashraf, the host, and he's tweeted it, and there we are, he's all smiling, you can check it out on his uh, particular uh, Twitter handle, which is McGuinea Vincent, but also check it out on, on, the, on my timeline and, and SFM Radio, because I'm tweeting it as I talk to you, uh, that key hashtag is hashtag media show. So, uh, that's what we'll do. Jeremy Sampson coming up later on, looking at the most valuable footballers in soccer brands in the world as for the brand finance report. A very important one there. Tonya Curry with uh, the media mentions of the week, the media mentions hit parade. Do you want to be on that hit parade? I don't quite know. Sometimes it's good news. Very often it's not. Well, let's wrap up with uh, Vodacom's campaign, a very interesting campaign uh, around young people and what to do next. That comes up just now. But uh, So let's get to Vincent Maguanya first because we certainly have our eye on him. He's the CEO of Conversations. We'll find out all about that. Uh, Vincent, good chatting to you. Hi. Oh, good morning, Ashraf, and good morning to the listeners. So your company is called? Conversations Media and Communications. Okay. What do you do? Um, we do mainly public relations, reputation management, uh, we offer digital marketing services, um, we offer um, um, advocacy support um, with respect to regulatory advocacy, um, government relations, that's, that's the okay. core part. Now, now, now this is a, is a fairly new company, right? It's a fairly new company, we've been in operation for 14 months now. Okay, so less, less than a year, what, what's it been like? Um, it's been an amazing journey um, where you go through an emotional roller coaster. There are great days, there are bad days. Uh, a lot of bad days have to do with um, cash flow challenges when you've not been paid on time yeah, yeah. and you have salaries to pay and other financial obligations that, that you have to see through. Um, great days when you get that call um, from a client that has had that you started a business or through a word of mouth and wants to give you a go at a project and it's a good project and the fees are great. And so, so you go through that emotional roller coaster mm, in one mm, week, mm, in, mm. in a couple of weeks, in months, um, but all in all extremely fulfilling because um, you're doing what you love uh, and every day you just feel you are executing against that vision. You're ticking all the boxes. Why, why, why did you start the business? What was the big... I mean, you've done many other communications in different fields, but, but why, why having your own business? Um, I guess, Ashraf, eventually I came to terms with the kind of person I am. I came to terms with what I would love to do. Um, my last full-time employment, I had been running Magna Carta, which is uh, one of the largest agencies mm-hmm. on, on the continent. Magna Carta being a majority American-owned through TBWA. Um, seeing gaps, going through frustrations of being part of a large conglomerate, um, not being able to exploit those gaps in the market. Um, it just kind of led me to say, hang on, let me just give this a go on my own and, and see how I can exploit those gaps um, to build something slightly different. And, and what, what are the gaps in, in the... Because, you know, we, you know, we chatted to Daniel Munzel earlier, so it's part of the broader PR, communications, marketing mix. I mean, that's yes. the space you're playing in, right? Yes. What, what are the gaps? And, and, and before I, I give you what those gaps are, I have to acknowledge that it's an oversaturated market. Um, okay. I think... <laughs> I think 
Daniel will probably have the right figure or the guys at Prisa will have the right figure in terms of the amount of PR agencies that are in South Africa uh, when you look at them against um, the pie of business that's there. So it's an oversaturated market. Um, with that, there still uh, are the gaps. The gaps are mainly around um, the services that are offered to small businesses. The very few, if any, um, consultancies that have built themselves around servicing um, small businesses where you have that um, coming of minds of entrepreneurs, mm. Um, mm. that's number one. So we're all chasing the big um, retainers with, with large um, corporates. And we thought and, and felt strongly that there was a huge opportunity for us to identify small businesses that are growing that we can then grow alongside. We can enable their growth. Um, they can also support our growth. Okay. And tell us, you're going to tell us which small businesses yes. that you are now doing business with yes. uh, in, in just a moment. Yes. Be prepared or be prepared to have to come back again. Checklist. E-filers. If you forgot your login details, get a reminder of your login name or reset your password on the e-filing login page. Branch filers. Get all your documents together including proof of ID, income, and deductions. If you are using a tax practitioner, check on the e-filing homepage if they are registered. Got it? Got it! Taxes in 2017. Let's do this. SARS at your service. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Vincent uh, Magwenya with me and I on him is the CEO of uh, Conversations Media and Communication. So you, you said that you, you've been able to then do business with, with some companies. I'll get to that in a second. Right. Is it not that most of the people chase the big business with the big retainers because small businesses means simply small money? Um, that's true. Um, I think there are pros and cons to, 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 to both. Um, I've, as I've, as I've mentioned earlier on, I've managed Magna Carta where we had very large retainers. Mm-hmm. I've seen the pitfalls of relying on those large retainers and, and the inherent risks that go along with those types of, of, of accounts. Um, equally, there are some massive risks with respect to um, small businesses when they're struggling for cash flow mm-hmm. and they're struggling uh, um, to make it. What it does, though, it forces you to be innovative. It forces you to increase levels of creativity and how you apply yourself. And you almost end up stretching yourself beyond uh, what your core mandate is, and you start looking at the sustainability of not only your own business, but the sustainability of your clients. Absolutely. And, and you start engaging your clients around issues of their own sustainability, um, where your core mandate fits in, where your core mandate is an enabler to that sustainability. Is, isn't this the issue that, you know, is, is the business of small business a big enough business to want to play in, in this very saturated market that you made? The point earlier on. Well, well, it also depends how we define small. Um, it also depends how we define small. Um, the various definitions of small medium enterprises. Um, what 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 we saw was that your typical large agency runs a very high overhead um, sort of business and, and and kind of model. We run a very low overhead uh, uh, business, and so we can be flexible with our pricing. So, so we can take a 30k 
um, retainer just as much as we can onboard 150,000 rands retainer mm, and, and mm. service it properly. So it depends what, what you define as, as, as small. If, if you look at the technology industry and you look at the innovation that's coming out there, which is this place, which is another space that we've seen a gap in, where as, as a, as a practice in terms of PR, we're quite slow on the uptake in terms of developing platforms. We're quite good at leveraging platforms and, 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 and coming up with channel strategies on behalf of our clients. But, but we're not on the forefront in terms of the innovation of technology mm, mm, that mm, could influence mm, our craft, mm, mm. Um, that could also um, impact the evolution of our practice. So that's another gap we've identified, and we're doing, we've started playing around in, in, in that space. So it depends how you define small. Um, we're working, for example, with a, if I can mention this business, I'm sure they won't mind. No, please do. Unless it's we're working with, in fact, they're not even, I won't identify them as a small business, but, but, but they're, not, they're not a large corporate. They've been in business for about say 10 years um, and they're called um, Next, NXT. It's a digital innovation um, agency. Um, They are a hybrid of not even a hybrid. They're not your typical digital agency, but but they're more your, your your digital innovation business that will allow you to know your customers a lot better. So KYC is a big thing mm, uh, mm, uh, for mm. the agency, and, and in working with them, I'm inspired by their story as a business, how they started. If you listen to Wayne Levin and, and when he relates the story of of how he started his business, I then see myself in his shoes and and the struggles that I've been going yeah, through. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I look at the innovations that they, they've given to their clients. They recently created a a blood app for the Western Province uh, blood service, where you can now be alerted in terms of blood shortages, uh, where to go, uh, the type of bloods that um, blood blood types that that are in shortage, etc. So, so that that kind of innovation is is hugely inspiring. Um, are they paying us a low fee? No, they're paying us a decent fee for the kind of decent service that we're providing mm-hmm. them. And, and we're getting a lot more than just fees. There's a, a strategic partnership that we can build with them in terms of how we leverage um, our access to their technological platforms on behalf of our clients and vice versa. So, so you're not only looking at fees, but you're looking at the synergies as a whole between yourself and those small businesses that okay. you service. Tell you what, one of the things that Vincent uh, McGuinney has done, which has certainly got me thinking, and, and it's something that you should think about, because here's, here's a great question that I think we need to post on, um, on social media as well, which is, Five reputation recovery steps if your name emerges in hashtag Gupta Leaks. So the question to you is, if your name at some stage comes up in hashtag Gupta Leaks, what should you be doing about it? I'm not suggesting it's negative or positive, but if your name appears there, what should you be doing about it? Vincent uh, McGregor has got his own thoughts on that, and we'll do that in just a, a second or two. Uh, wh- why do you call yourself Conversations, uh, co- so conversations Media and Communications? Why, why that name? Because it starts with a conversation. If, if you think about it, what, what, what we do, we are enablers of conversations. Where you find a communication breakdown, you will realize that just the basics of, 
of any interaction have not been adhered to. Um, where you find successful communication, you realize that all the basics in terms of engagement um, have been well ticked. So, so we felt it all starts with a conversation. And in a conversation, the first thing that you do, you seek to understand the person that you are in conversation with, mm-hmm. um, rather than seeking to impose um, your standards, your thoughts, um, or whatever agenda that you have. And so, and so the name conversation just takes us to those basics. And it doesn't matter whether we're conversing on a digital platform or a so-called traditional platform. The basics of human interaction still remain. And, and we just wanted Absolutely. to highlight that. Well, it's something we certainly pick up or push out here at Honest FM. Let's have that conversation, which is very important. But why did you get involved in, the, in this industry in the first place? Ooh, um, so, so the story begins somewhere towards the end of 1993 when, when, when I walked through the doors of Reuters television mm. and mm. kind of sold myself as this very young, um, somewhat naive, starstruck mm. um, young man from, 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 from Imlas in Durban. And, and I, you know, in the middle of my studies at Natal Technicon then, uh, which is now called Devon University of Technology, I had decided that um, I wanted to work in the newsroom. I wasn't clear exactly as what um, my role would be in the newsroom. And, and when I got into Reuters and got exposed to the life in the newsroom, mm, um, mm, mm. I, I was then um, quite certain that that was the career. So that then kicked off a, a wonderful and, and a great adventure of 12 years in broadcast journalism. Okay, wow. Which included a four and a half year stint in, in the U.S., uh, based in Washington, D.C. Um, I came back to South Africa, um, worked for the SABC, um, show producing 180 Degrees. It was a, a, a break show, show. I enjoyed um, during the SABC Africa days, mm. working with uh, the late Hope Zinda and, and, and Peter Ndoro. Um, that then saw me moving to Morning Live as the executive producer of Morning Live, where I had some fun um, running that that platform, because Morning Live is just one of those very rare platforms that you can just do so much exciting stuff with. I remember my highlight um, at Morning Live was a, um, a broadcast I did with Leanne Manners, uh, which actually was South Africa's first uh, live broadcast which inside is? a submarine. I remember that, yes, yeah. absolutely. So you, you were involved in that, wow. I, I was involved in that. Um, it was a three-month planning exercise, and, and I remember the meeting I had with the, the, the senior officers at, at the Navy in Simonstown, uh, being accompanied by the then um, Defense Department spokesperson, um, Sam Kwanezi. Right, yeah. When I first <laughs> presented this idea of what um, we wanted to do, there was just this awkward silence where they just looked at me as if I dropped from Mars and there's something seriously wrong um, upstairs um, with me. So, so long story short, we managed to pull that broadcast off. Um, it was so exciting that SABC2 even extended the length of the broadcast. And so that was okay, morning, right? yeah. Wow. Um, while I was enjoying that, Magna Carta then approached me to assist them with the establishment of the arrest of Africa footprint. And I had never worked for a PR agency. PR agency. Right, I had yeah. interacted with a lot of PR people who wanted to have their clients on Morning Live or who you yeah, know, yeah, I'll be yeah. going through to interact with their clients. 
and so so this was going to be a new adventure for me and and I took that um, that step and I joined Magna Carta as a business development director responsible for the rest of Africa operations and establishing that food and that moved you into that and that moved space. me into the corporate communication space okay. and Let's let's then touch on this very importantly before we wrap up. So, if your name appears on in Gupta Leaks, whoever you may be, what should you do about it? Some advice here from uh, Vincent Maguena, and I strongly suggest you make some notes because you can c- copy and paste Gupta Leaks hashtag that is with maybe anything else in the world. Okay, so go ahead. Five important steps. Okay. So- so, so the very five very basic steps. So, so the first thing is, if you've been to Saxon World or you've interacted with these chaps, you will know you've had that interaction. Since the revelations out of this Gupta leaks, um, if you've not been mentioned, don't pretend as if you're not going to be mentioned. You will be mentioned. So start recollecting the steps that led to your first interaction um, with the Gupta family. Continue recollecting what transpired during those interactions and what was the final outcome of that. Put that down in writing in whatever format, just to make sure that you have your recollection properly. Because there's nothing awful as denying something or giving half a story only to be hit with a follow-up story the following Sunday or or whenever. But but this is on the basis that... uh I mean, let's take myself. Clearly, I, I, I certainly know the Guptas. I've engaged with, with Atul Guptan. I mean, that's, I've interviewed him. I've met him for coffee a long time ago. I mean, that, that's, that's common knowledge for people in this media space. There's nothing particularly negative about that. Are you saying that if your name appears in hashtag Gupta Leaks and it's portrayed in a negative light, you don't quite know that, right? Yeah, no, you don't quite know that, but you know... What was your interaction about? So just right now, you're very relaxed about your own mm, interaction mm, as, as a journalist, absolutely. as a newsman. Um, but if it went beyond that, where you started exploring your editorship, for example, of the New Age, or you started exploring uh, being an equity partner in the New Age business mm. and all of those things, there may be some gray areas there. Yeah, so start, start reflecting on those gray areas and start thinking what those gray er- areas could mean for your own personal brand reputation and the reputation of the organization that you service and the stakeholders around you, right? Okay, so that's, right. that's the first that's thing. Right. The second mm-hmm. thing is consult a reputation management expert. Depending on the nature of your interaction with the family, you may need someone to guide you through the media storm that is to follow. That is if your interaction is going to precipitate a media storm. Right? Especially in the light of what's happening, that there's As areas of possible unethical behavior, absolutely. If, if anything. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, you're going to be under enormous pressure. And so you need someone to assist you through that process. You need someone who will help you assess the credibility of your story, who will help you come up with a very concise, direct response that is very open, that is very authentic, etc. And so, so a reputation management expert can assist you with that. It may sound like I'm trying to get more fees for myself, but trust me, um, you will need that help. Um, you may then be in multiple media channels, um, where you may require some brief media coaching in terms of how to deal with those high-pressure situations, give the right answers at the right time, um, so to mm. speak, right? Um, if, if you can't be open with your interaction with, with, with the Gupta family, then you need combined expertise of 
lawyers as well as reputation management experts. The two are known sometimes not to be able to work together. I've seen cases where I've worked very well with, with attorneys in the service of, 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 of clients. Um, do your best to get them to work together in, um, um, to assist you. The third thing, inform your stakeholders. You can't have your primary stakeholders being informed via the Sunday Times about your historical or previous interaction mm, with the mm. Gupta family. And what you need to understand here is that this whole story is in the public interest. That is undeniable. So therefore, people will know, journalists will dig. So, so inform your stakeholders first. Be the one that um, takes, t- takes them into your confidence. Uh, be the one that provides them with the context of the interaction so that they're not being informed by the newspaper because they may be impacted through their association with mm, you, mm, right? Mm. So you can imagine how some of the stakeholders of the businesses that have already been implicated are feeling right now. Absolutely. Right? Because we all know, according to sources, that a whole lot more will, will come up. Right? Yes. There's and a, maybe 90% may be benign, but, but there's some really important issues. Uh, my sense is, is as we progress... The, the stories are going to get more and more uh, uh, bigger in okay. a way. So, so, so we are up for okay, so more you're revelation. Saying, t- tell your company now. It may only serve for six months. Life, like, actually, by the way, I, I, will, I engage with them at that level. That's what I did. And, and that's the outcome. If it's negative, what, what happens uh, if, if, it was, if it was neutral? If, in my case, neutral. I mean, nothing. Yeah, if it's neutral, then look, it, no it's, it's okay. There's mm. no issue. Okay. Got, you've got nothing to, to worry about. But if, if, so, for example, I got a call from, from a friend whose CV ended up in Saxon World. He never sent his CV directly to them. He had applied for a, an executive position in government, a senior, a, a senior um, position in government. Somehow, People in government then ferried his CV to Saxon World, right? Now he gets a call from, from, from the media to say, what was your CV doing there, right? So he gave me a call and said, look, I never spoke to these guys. What do I do? And, and I said, let's just detail the whole story. Let us be open and upfront as much as we can. But more importantly, as you send the response to the media, please send it to your bosses. Where he currently works. Has that happened? Is that in the public domain now? Yeah, that is, that, yeah the, the, the story died very quickly. I think there was a small mention. It was want, published. Want give once. us a name? Um, I didn't give him a heads up to, okay. <laughs> to say I'll mention his name. If he says yes, you can if, tweet if me he's later. If you're listening, on. he can call in. Can, well, or you can even tweet us just now, hashtag media show, even when you're done. And then the important thing um, here, Ashraf, is also to, to, two more things that are very important. One, don't fight it. Don't fight journalists. The story is in the public interest. If they call you, don't hang up on them. Don't, don't, don't be nasty. You know, they're doing their job. Um, ask for a bit of time to, to, you know, you can even request questions in writing, particularly with print and, and mm, weeklies. Mm, mm. They'll be willing Absolutely. to share the, mm. the questions in writing. But more importantly, demonstrate leadership. Chances are, if, if you've been on the radar of this family for, you know, for whatever reason, chances are you're an expert in what you do or you are influential in your Absolutely. field somehow, right? So, so they will have not have you on their radar just for the sake of it. So this is your opportunity to demonstrate leadership with respect to how you respond to this. The fact that you're being mentioned is not the issue. The issue is how do you respond and how do you deal with this these revelations going forward, that becomes 
more important because in some cases it could have been an innocent interaction. I do have a client, for example, who um, got interviewed for a board position mm-hmm. um, um, there, and and it felt very awkward, and 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 decided, you know, it wasn't going to go further than that. Um, that client is already prepared to deal with the issue should if, it if and when it comes if up. If and when it, her name comes up. Okay. Um, yeah. We will find out about that name, maybe not now, quite some other time. <laughs> is there any final point you want, to, you want to mention in terms of that key point? Five, and I love this title, uh, the, the piece, Five Reputation Recovery Steps If Your Name Emerges in Hashtag Gupta Leaks. Final thought? Um, look, I think we've covered it all, Ashraf. It's, I mean, these, the, the Gupta Leaks have been running for quite some time now. I was quite surprised when some of the major multinationals got mentioned that when I assess their communication and their response, you could kind of get a sense that they kind of thought, nah, we won't get mentioned, it won't happen. And, and all of a sudden, they are now jumping into action. So, so everybody who has had interaction, please do yourself a favor. Start it preparing. And, and if you want to, you could certainly get to Vincent Maguena for some advice. Just saying in advance, <laughs> the CEO of Conversations Media and Communications. Right, Vincent, by the way, thanks for your time. Uh, if you can, tweet, tweet the article, okay? Tweet, yes. tweet this, this, the, the, we'll these tweet five points. The I would, uh, in fact, I think uh, Matapello has done that anyway. So check it out from SFM Radio and then t- it's tagged to me, hashtag media show. But uh, you can add further comments as well on the same issue, right? Exactly. And including maybe your client's name since it died down and you can ask him or her for permission as well. Mr. McGuenia, thanks for your time. Thank Most you very much. Sure. There you are. Fascinating. It's going to happen, isn't it? And maybe the same will apply to, say, Donald Trump. Five, if you've had interactions with Donald Trump around maybe building a wall separating the USA and Mexico, should you own up or not? I'm just wondering.